Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gass Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Good morning, my friend. Hope you're doing well. It is a gorgeous morning out here on the river. The moon is up. You can see Jupiter and Saturn and all kinds of stars. It's just a beautiful example of God's creations. When I woke up the first thing this morning, I thought of that verse that says, The boundary lines for me have fallen in pleasant places. That's in Psalms. And it's just, I love this piece of ground. I hope that you have a, a place in the world that you love to look at, too. Hey, I got early surgery this morning. I'm going to add on case. Um, and it's going to make my day a little bit earlier than I thought. So I want to just share something with you. We are getting ready to start the editing process, the kind of final editing process before my new book will be finalized and then printed and we'll record the audio book and that whole little little channel that I'm getting ready to go into with the editor, Susan Jaden, and the whole team at Waterbrook and the folks in New York at Penguin Random House and I and Lisa and our agent Kathy will be working really hard in the next several weeks to get that manuscript kind of finalized before it lands in your hands next summer. It's a very long process or several little different types of edits. There'll be copy edits and then line edits where they look for typos and and to make sure all the citations are correct and then we have to go through this whole process of making sure that everybody that's mentioned is okay with being mentioned and and uh, it's just a, a long process but it produces a book that lands in your hands and or in your ears and hopefully helps you um, find some hope right so the title of the book currently that the publisher has settled on we've kind of been back and forth and have agreed on hope is the first dose a treatment plan for recovering from trauma tragedy and other massive things so i'm going to give you something today it's a short thing I recorded really for the po- the patrons a little bit longer version for them almost a year ago that the week or a little over a year ago actually in may of 2021 of course, I've seen the end of you. My previous book was nominated for and ultimately won a Christian Book Award for the biography and memoir category. And right before that awards event happened, I released this episode called Separating the Light that's only available for the patrons. And um, in that, I told a story of some of the content of the book as I was writing it and developing it. And there's a there's a early section in the book where we talk about how Going through some massive trauma in your family or losing somebody or having some major event in your life is kind of like the creation story where your your life as you see it is being recreated in front of you by this event that you didn't expect and don't really want to be participating in. So I want to give you a little bit of that idea because I, I just want to kind of give you a, a gist of what the new book is going to look like. And I want to use it as a way to ask you, covet you for your prayers uh, for the editing process and that this book will help as many people as possible and that it will fulfill what God intended for it when he put it in my heart to write Um, that I'm honoring uh, Mitch's story and our story but also that I'm really giving people 
um, that the treatment plan will really come out, that, that the book will be helpful to people when they're trying to find hope, that it will give you some practical self-brain surgery tools to reliably generate hope when you're hurting. So I'm going to give you that just as a way to ask you, please, to join us in prayer for the, the hard work that's coming as we get into this final stage of editing this book and getting it out into the world soon. Um, and I say soon, it's going to be a year, but that process will go fast. I've done it twice before, and it's it's a, a lot of work, but it's a beautiful, amazing process where they take something really good and they make it great. And so praying, uh, asking you to pray with us and for us, I'm going to give you that little piece of the separating the light uh, creation story from inside the new book hope is the first dose hope it's helpful to you and in the meantime hope you have an amazing day pray for us in the or today we'll be praying for you um pray for our friend our dear friend and supporter arthur moy from beatrice alabama pastor moy uh, hurt his back and he may have to have additional back surgery and he's asking for our prayers uh, we just love you arthur and grateful for you and and uh, we're all we're all with you in spirit so hey friend um, don't forget drleewarn.substack.com is the newsletter and uh, wleewarnmd.com slash prayer is the prayer wall. And all you need to do to separate the light and engage in your new creation story, my friend, is to start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it, and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is, you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery. To get it done, you can get the show notes and more at drleewarren.podbean.com. That's drleewarren.podbean.com, and if you like the show... Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. So I'm writing the new book, and I've told you that it's tentatively called Infinitely Happier. Excuse me. Um... Still having just a little bit of trouble with my voice. Um, but the book is it's basically about this idea that it's vitally important if you are infinitely miserable, if you are in the hole, if you've lost your son, if you've something devastating has happened to you, and you're as far from happiness as you can imagine, you're infinitely miserable, then 10% happier or a little bit happier through chemicals or through meditation or through yoga or something that just gets your mind off of it for a little while is not going to move the needle very much on your happiness. And Jesus said the whole reason he came here, he could have saved us. He could have just laid down his life and let Satan kill him and pay his sin and pay for, you know, our lives with his. He could have done that, but he didn't. He came here. He lived in our shoes. He learned our ways. He understood what we went through. He so, showed us a way to live without sin. And he, he paid our sins with his blood and he lived a perfect life. And that's why he came, right, to, to, to achieve salvation. But he could have done that in a different way. God could have rectified that by just taking the blood from him, right? So he didn't. He came here, he says in John ten ten. the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come. 
that you might have life and have it abundantly. And all through the Bible, all through the Old Testament, we see the word Asher in the Hebrew. Asher means happy. All through the New Testament, we see the word Makarios, which means happy. Happy are you when you do this and that, Jesus says. Happy are you when you suffer for my name's sake. Happy, happy, happy. Not to quote Duck Dynasty. I talked about that in the episode a couple of weeks ago about macaroni and the macarena. Those are two words that originated from the root word in Greek, makarios, which means happy. So same word that we turned into blessed, which sounds all pious and holy, and we miss the point completely if we think about it as some spiritual thing. He's talking about us learning how to be happy. So anyway, that's the, that's the gist of the book is how do we live in this hard world and still be infinitely happier and why does it matter? And it matters because we can't really survive life if you don't learn how to be happy in spite of the things that you go through. And you certainly can't help other people find Jesus if you're miserable all the time, right? So that's, that's the, best, the gist of it. But in, in getting into that story, I had to go down into the hole where we lost Mitch. Because then I've seen the end of you. I told you that we lost Mitch, and I told you that it really hurt, and I told you that faith and hope and light helped us find our way out of that. But I didn't tell you how we did it. I didn't tell you how the mechanics of how a person can do self-brain surgery and turn their lives around by allowing Jesus to help them be happy even when things hurt. And so in order to do that, I had to get down in that hole and rip the Band-Aid off and go back and remember a lot of the things in the first few days after Mitch died that I had tried to forget. We stuff, when we experience trauma, we stuff a lot of things down inside of us. And that's a good thing and it protects us, right? But sometimes there's value in going back and not ruminating in the pain, but to mine it for the lessons that we can learn from it and help others with it. And that's what I'm doing here. And it's been a hard couple of days, frankly. So pray for me as I go through that. I wrote about 7,000 words this weekend. So it's a really good, productive weekend. And I'm on the right track with this book. But something remarkable happened. In the first few chapters of this book, um, I talk about the fact that, that we had a, a, a death and a burial and a resurrection. Our, our son died, and on, on, on a Tuesday he died, August 20th, 2013. And then on that Friday, we had a funeral for him. We didn't bury him, we cremated him, but we had a, a burial of sorts. And on the same day, our granddaughter Scarlett, our first granddaughter, was born in San Antonio. So it was some light in the darkness, but it was also devastating because our daughter Katie and her husband Nate couldn't be at the funeral because they were in San Antonio. We were in Alabama. We were all supposed to be there. So Katie was mourning and having birth at the same time. And it was just a devastating back and forth, light, dark situation. And so in the book, I'm starting the first few chapters are what I call the unholy week. And I'm using the creation story because I, when we were standing outside the house where our son died, waiting on the police to, to figure out what happened, and we were all being held outside and couldn't, couldn't go in and see what was happening, it felt like I, in my mind I knew we were experiencing a creation of a new family, a new world, a new life for us. It was going to be different because Mitch wasn't going to be part of it anymore, and it was new, and it was going to be painful and cataclysmic and devastating and new. And so as I'm writing that, I kept being drawn back to the creation story in Genesis 1, and at the end of each day of creation, he says, and it was evening, and it was morning the first day. And it was evening, it was morning the second day, and it was evening and morning the third day. And I just went through that week for us after Mitch died, and I used that analogy of how the creation was happening. When I got to the fourth day, which is the Friday of that week, when Mitch was cremated, we had a memorial, I'm sorry, when we had a memorial service for Mitch, and Scarlett was born on the same day. 
I got to Genesis 1, I looked at the fourth day, and guess what I found? Let me read it to you in the voice. This is not going to appear anywhere in my work, I promise you, as a man of my word. Nobody's going to hear this until this book comes out, and you'll get to hear it first now, because I want you to be praying about the process of me writing it, and I really would love if you send me an email and let me know if you get what I'm talking about. Yesterday, I got to day four in the creation story, and I read it in the voice, and here's what it says, lights come out. Shine in the vast expanse of heaven's sky, dividing day from night to mark the seasons, days, and years. Lights, warm the earth with your light. It happened just as God said. God fashioned the two lights, the brighter to mark the course of day, the dimmer to mark the course of night, and the divine needled night with the stars. God set them in heaven's sky to cast warm light on the earth, to rule over the day and night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that his new creation was beautiful and good. Evening gave way to morning. That was day four. Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gash Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Okay, friends, so get this. I'm setting this story up in the book where the thing that really gave us a little tiny glimpse that there could be hope again someday I mean, it was just a seed that God planted, and we didn't even see it at the time, was our granddaughter being born the day we lost our son. So that you had this beauty from ashes moment. And so we had this dark day, and God put a little bit of light in it to separate the darkness from the light, just to remind us that the, the light was still out there. And when I saw that yesterday, I saw crystal clear exactly what God was trying to show me, that Scarlet, having new birth, new life, was a little bit of grace in that moment. And it was like day four, it was day four of our new creation story. And God was separating again, like he did on the first day four, the light from the darkness. I wanted to bless you with that story. I hope, because the thing is, whatever dark moment you're having, friend, or you've been through, God will put some light in there if you just look for it. And if if you're in the middle of the night, you don't have to do anything for the day to come again. It will, you just have to hang on. So don't give up, okay? Thank you for partnering with us in this podcast. Thank you for joining us to help others find that light and start looking for the places where God is separating the light from the darkness, the day four of your creation story. And do that, my friend, starting today. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is listener supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. That's patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron-only episodes, and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad-free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together. 
via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.
Yes, he did. Oh, he did. 